I ain't giving that girl no uh, no rematch. That's <laughs> 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 a quote from Alicia Bumgarner. But no, man, those ladies sold out the what's it O two Arena? Is that what they call it? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, something like that. I think it's twenty thousand folks, um, which is dope, man. Seven titles were on the line on that card alone, um, and it kind of made the you know they kind of touched on it um, during the doing a telecast, like how it's kind of making the guys look bad, you know, because these ladies will step up to fight whoever it is. You know what? Oh, she got the belts. That's who I want. You know, it's no ducking. It's no politics within promoting. It's okay. Let's get this fight on. And, um, you know, they, they put on a show and the ladies are really, really showing out, man. Yes, Ring Kings podcast is back, man. What a day! A night, even a night. What a day of boxing, man. We have three cards to talk about. Three cards, none of them disappointed. They're all entertaining. Um, so we are going to, yeah, we, we have a lot to discuss. But first, uh, I need to introduce the fellas. I am Jose to my What's that, right, left, whichever way is, is pointing on your screen? That's Brodney. And below me is Mr. OTR Mike. What is going on, fellas? Exciting day. The boxing that was, right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. it was. It was. And we have we, we we are going to get into it. Uh we didn't catch every single fight, obviously, of every one of them, but we caught the we caught the main ones. And yeah, we, we got the we got the highlight ones for sure. <laughs> so we have a lot to discuss. So we started out with the, the Cl- Clarissa Shields fight, uh, Clarissa Shields versus um, Savannah, Savannah Marshall. Marshall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a, a card with all it was, I believe, eleven uh, uh, female fights. It was all women's card uh, that took place over in London. Yes, uh, you know this was kind of a you know sold as a grudge match. Uh, that and, and the previous, you know, the co-main event with uh, Michaela Mayer and Alicia Baumgartner. Uh, but Savannah Marshall was the only person, or is the only person who have ever beaten Clarissa Shields, beat her as an amateur. So this was kind of their, you know, uh, like I said, you know, it's a match, point. revenge match or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Clarissa Shields is going to avenge that loss. Um, and, you know, like I said, the co-main event, Michaela Mayer and Alicia Baumgartner. Uh, seemed to be a lot of bad blood there as well. Uh, but both both uh, fights for the for undisputed status in their in their in their weight classes, their respective weight classes. So it was a big time uh, big time event. Yeah, yeah. I ain't giving that girl no uh, no rematch. That's <laughs> 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 a quote from Alicia Baumgartner. But no, man. Those ladies sold out the what's it O two arena? Is that what they call it? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, something like that. I think it's twenty thousand folks, um, which is dope, man. Seven titles were on the line on that card alone, um, and it kind of made the you know they kind of touched on it um, during the during the telecast, like how it's kind of making the guys look bad, you know, because mm-hmm. these ladies will step up to fight whoever it is. You know what? Oh, she got the belts. That's who I want. You know, it's no ducking. It's no politics within promoting. It's okay. Let's get this fight on. And, um, you know, they they put on a show and the ladies are really, really showing out, man. This is two pay-per-views that were headlined by uh, by the ladies who and, and they really did really did well. I was more excited to watch that card than I was any of the other ones to be completely honest with you so facts no yeah i'm the same way i'm the same way i wasn't i wasn't really looking forward to the haney card wasn't looking forward to the wilder card i mean they end up being good cards but Mm -hmm. you know this one was the one i've been waiting for especially since it got pushed back so um like i said all three cards i don't think disappointed 
But um, the Alicia Bumgarner and um, and um, who was her opponent? Um, Michaela Mayer. Michaela, yeah, that was a close fight. I don't think it was as close as the judges, uh, not the judges, the uh, the announcers were were calling it. Yeah, um, it, it was close to, but I had I had Bumgarner winning the fight. She won by split decision, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bumgarner, like. <sighs> I mean, she just seemed like the quicker fighter, you know, more active. Yeah. Um, you know, once Mayor settled in, you know, she she was using the jab. She was the taller fighter, the longer fighter. So she settled in to to, to reel it in a little bit. But I think Bumgarner started really, really fast, and um, and she took you know for the first couple of rounds, man, and that kind of put Mayor behind the behind the eight ball, so to speak. But it was a good fight, you know. Again, bad blood between, you know, and and the. I think at the end of the fights, they all, you know, they all show love to each other. But I think the bad blood with the ladies is like that's it's it's real. It doesn't yeah. seem like that phony. They you know, I think I think it was Mayor in the in the um in the weigh in and and at the weigh in that she kicked uh, Bumgarner because they had work. <laughs> so it was like it, it, they really had some some smoke there, and um, you know, even even Mayor kind of left the ring. You know, she didn't really do a, a post-fight interview or whatever. She was disappointed she lost. So, um, yeah, man, that, it was a good scrap. I thought it was a good scrap as well. You know, our guy, man, he was kind of hating on that fight. I don't know if you, if you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of Timothy Bradley uh, <laughs> yeah. talking about how they, they needed to be more aggressive and all with all the talking they did. I thought they were, they would throw more and blah, blah, yeah. blah. I mean, it's, a, yeah. it's a professional boxing match, Timothy. You know what it is. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter what you say leading up to it. Like you're you're in there to to do a job. You're in there to win a fight, and you know, <laughs> just going in and, and, and start swinging like it's a like it's a bar fight is not the the most effective strategy right. uh, for, for most people. Um, it, it was and it was wild because he actually said that he said, you know, I was expecting you know them to to you know i guess kind of slug it out he was like but they came in like professionals so my wife was watching the fight with me and she was like what does that mean like what were they supposed to do and i'm like look you can't really pay attention to him i mean i guess he expected them to like just bang out because they were you know it was a lot of bad blood but he he you know he has a tendency to throw a little shade on on uh on some boxing matches that he he calls so that was one of them clearly you know Look, it, what I can't stand about former boxers is like them not, not recognizing the skill it takes. You know, you know, especially at that level, you have two highly skilled fighters. They're basically on equal level, and you're not just gonna go in there and slug it out, right? Like it's a it's a tactical match, and he should be able to recognize that, even if that wasn't his style. Even though he and, and Timothy Bradley wasn't like a going in there and slug it out type of fighter either, so I don't yeah. even know what he's talking about. But you know, but he should be able to recognize that, understand that, and and see it for what it is. But every time they call these fights, it's like he's the only one that doesn't appreciate what's going on. And Andre Ward has to step in and be like, no, 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 what you're seeing here is good boxing. And this, you know, like everybody else has to kind of kind of talk over him and say, no, no, this is this is fine, this is fine. You know, but Timothy Bradley's been a problem on these uh <laughs> on these cards for for a while. Yeah. Uh, then go ahead. You gonna say? Oh no, I was gonna say moving on to the to the main event with Clarissa Shields and and uh, Savannah Marshall. You know, there was a lot of build up to this fight as well. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure most people who are listening had seen some of the press conferences and you know them kind of just going back and forth. Um, and in this fight, man, I mean. You know, Clarissa Shields was the the favorite, uh, but you know, Shields only has two knockouts in her career, and Savannah Marshall has a a much higher knockout percentage. So presumably, you know, she's she's a more powerful puncher and all this. Uh, you know, she's taller. She had the reach, and when they got into the ring, it really early on, it seemed like. Uh, Clarissa was just going to boat race her. Like I mean, it, she 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 got in there and was was landing pretty much at will. And uh, Savannah was not able to hit her, even though the crowd was really getting behind Savannah Marshall every time she threw you know a little flurry of punches. They they were mostly not landing, and Shields was going to the body early. Uh, and, and 
you know, even in the first what two or three rounds, Savannah Marshall looked like she was she was getting gassed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know, uh, look, credit to Savannah Marshall because she took a lot of she took a lot of hard shots and and just kind of walked through them. She didn't really get hurt uh, too badly at any point. Um, you know, she was was able to to kind of get a, a second win almost and, and and mount a little bit of a comeback uh, later on in the fight. But yeah, the, the beginning of it, man, I thought. I thought it was going to be a short night for Savannah. Whew, boy, she got smoked. <laughs> and yes, I do give Savannah uh, credit because she stood tall because I thought she was going to get put away early. But, um, you know, like, look, she didn't do a whole lot in the fight for being real. I think there's a couple of rounds. I think I gave her like two rounds um, where she, she, you know, like you said, she tried to mount a comeback. She, she kind of weathered the storm a little bit. And, you know, we joked about it. Like we thought, maybe she she thinks Clarissa Shields is gonna wear out. Clarissa Shields looked amazing. She was in amazing shape. She didn't look like she was tired at all, right? No. She kept that pace going uh, for for the whole fight for the most part. There were a couple of rounds that you could tell she kind of took off a little bit, and mm-hmm. and Savannah took advantage of those, of those rounds. But yeah, she 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 wasn't in it at all. Uh, that was that was a dominating performance from Clarissa Shields. Yeah, it's a good old fashioned butt whipping. <laughs> she came out from opening bell, was attacking. Um, she just she just looked focused on knocking knocking her head, knocking Marshall's head off. Mm. Um, I mean, she was swinging uh, the punches she was she was throwing and even connecting with, but even the ones that she were missing was like, wow, she's really trying to knock her block off. So. Um, but she looked good, like like you said, Zay. She, you know, she looked to be in good shape. You know, towards the end, she faded a little bit, but I mean, you know that 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 happens. But she, I think she was in control of the fight from start to finish. It wasn't close at all to me. Um, you know, it's one of those fights where you know you're going into their territory, and it's kind of like what we said about Haney. Haney Cambosis won, right? That. Haney had to go in there and have a 50-point Michael Jordan in the garden type night. And, you know, it was the same for Shields. You know, she had to go in there and really, really dominate the fight to make sure they couldn't sway it in any kind of way because, right. you know, it, like like B said, every little thing that Marshall did, even she was missing and the crowd was going nuts. So, <laughs> Hey, it, salute to them, man. They had their, they had their, 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 their girls back, man. Yeah. Yeah, goodness, yeah. they 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 tried their hard. They say, "Look, we did our part." Okay, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, you know what I, I really like to, you know, normally in big fights, if they're the crowd is really behind one fighter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you do get that, even if they miss, even if the the shots are getting blocked, they they're they're cheering, they're going wild and everything, trying to you know influence the judges. But normally in those fights, also what will happen is if the opponent lands a really good shot. The crowd like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, involuntarily. Yeah. They they weren't doing that. Yeah, they, they, you know, they, they, they kept they they kept <laughs> like, it, like, they kept it close, right? Like they were, <laughs> <laughs> they were not gonna do anything to jeopardize some of chances of getting that decision. Um yeah, you know, it, about midway through the fight, you could tell that, that Savannah was kind of I mean, it, it looked to me anyway that she was kind of uh breaking down mentally a little bit, like getting getting discouraged, uh, yeah. because she started trying to rough up Clarissa Shields, too, because she is the, the bigger fighter, and she was trying to, you know, she was grabbing her and walking her around the ring, like, you know, pushing her around, uh, trying to bully her a little bit, and, you know, I mean, I get that that's a, that's a style or, or, or a strategy uh, that, that fighters employ at times, uh, but here, it was really not effective at all, because she would push her across the ring, Ref will break him up, and Clarissa will go right back to pounding on her, and it just it didn't <laughs> seem to have much effect, uh, or at least not the desired effect for Savannah. Uh, but like you said, yeah, I mean, Savannah or Clarissa controlled the fight all the way through. Uh, you know, they gave a, a few rounds to to Marshall. Uh, like I said, like Jose said, they uh, Shields had taken a couple of rounds off uh, towards the end. It wasn't throwing a lot, but it was a pretty dominant performance uh, from from my perspective. Yeah, one hundred. Let me ask you guys a question before we move on. Yeah. I've heard both sides of it, right? What do you guys think about, or how you feel about the ladies only fighting two minute rounds? I've heard complaints even from the lady fighters that they they want to fight three, you know, three minute, 
rounds, but you know they they haven't made that change yet. So, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I, I don't like it. It should be three minutes. Let let them fight three minutes, right? Like, I understand why it's short. Like the time is shortened, right? Like it's not, it, you know. It's women fight, fighting women. It's not a woman versus man. Like it's not like some sort of disadvantage that they're having. They're both in there for three minutes. What do you think is going to happen? Like they know, they know their conditioning. They know how to pace themselves throughout the fight, just like the men. Give them, give them three minutes. Give them twelve rounds. Right. You don't have to treat them with kick, kick gloves. Yeah, and and look, there there are a lot of women who do fight three minute rounds, right? And uh, I think what you're, what we're seeing is that this kind of generation of fighters, these top fighters right now came up when that wasn't a thing. And, you know, like Katie Taylor and, and Shields, and they're, they're, it, what three-minute rounds wasn't really uh, something. And, and, and listen, it, it's because a lot of people did not want to see women fighting, period. Right? And you kind yeah. of had to fight for that to begin with. And so you get these kind of watered-down rules. Uh, and, and it's just, you know, it's part of the, the progress, I guess you could say. But I think, you know, there are people who are fighting three minute or women who are fighting three minute rounds. And I think it's just going to be something that's, that gets phased out, uh, as, as newer fighters come up, uh, it'll, you know, two minute rounds, I think will be less and less common and, you know, pretty soon it'll just be the, the three minute rounds. Three minute rounds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it also, it kind of forces them to actually come out faster. Like there's, yeah. you know, you can't really sit back and take a round off like, you know, looks like some of the guys do. Some of the guys might take a round off just to to compute what's going on, to digest what their opponent is out there doing. And with the ladies, you know, the shorter rounds, you know, that kind of kind of takes that from them. Yeah. 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 All right. So before we go on to the next fight, uh, I just want to say, everybody, winter is coming. All right. It's getting cold out there. All right. You need something to put on to keep you warm. Not like my my t-shirt here. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to hold on to summer for as long as possible. All right. I'm trying to it was it was a warm day today. I had to I had to rock out the Ring Kings t-shirt. All right. Um, but if you need something warm this winter, look over to Rodney if you're if you're watching on YouTube. Uh if you're if you're listening to the audio podcast, I I, I will I will describe it for you. It is, it is. It is a Ring King's beanie that he is wearing on his head. His head looks so warm. It doesn't look so warm, Mikey. It looks so warm over yep. there. Right? 100% Egyptian it's, cotton. There you go. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the I mean the 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 Ring King's hoodie is made of the finest threads over there, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you mm-hmm. want some of that gear, all you have to do is go over to lbhtshow.com/shop. That is our shop. You will find Ring King's gear. You will find gear from our other channel, Lunch Break Hot Take. Uh, all kinds of items on there to help you keep warm this winter. Because winter, I think it's going to be a cold one, fellas. It's going to be a cold one. So we have stuff for men, women, a couple items for the kids as well. So uh, go over there, lbhtshow.com slash shop, and get you a couple items to combat this cold. All right? Now, back to the regularly scheduled program. The next fight, the next card, Devin Haney versus George Cambosis, too. I mean, you want to talk about the quietest promotion that I've ever seen. <laughs> Sheesh. Like, when they when they got into a little shoving match, like, a few hours before uh, the fight, I was just like, well, a little too late for that, but right. you know, I, I'll take it. <laughs> so Yeah, so uh, this one was entirely unnecessary um but you know it was in the contract uh you know haney came out and he put arguably a worse beating on him than he than he did in the first fight uh he won just about every round um george Camposis was doing this thing where he would walk up to haney he would get in range uh, of haney's punches and then switch stances switch to southpaw and not throw anything so he would switch and Devin would be like, what are you doing? And nothing? Okay, I'm going to punch you in the face. And then he would switch back and back off and try to, like he was trying to to confuse him. Uh, and Haney said even after the fight, he's like, yeah, you know, he, he was trying to, trying to throw me off by switching stances and moving around and everything. But I timed that up pretty quickly, pretty easily, uh, and, and was able to keep landing my shots. So I'm not sure what 
uh, Cambos's game plan was. He didn't, you know, initially kind of look like maybe he was being more aggressive than the first time, than the first fight. Uh, but he pretty quickly went back to, you know, that 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 how he was he was fighting in the first fight and kind of hanging back and not really having any answer for Devin Haney Haney's jab and not just looking like he doesn't belong on that level. You know, he didn't know how to respond to what Haney was throwing at him. Yeah, I mean, look, I. I... You know, I've maintained that. I felt always felt like Cambosis was a step below like the, the top tier. He's really good, but I, I was, never thought he was on that level of Haney or or Tank or, you know, Shakur or anything like that. And, I mean, we saw that pretty much in the first fight. Like, it's just he just doesn't have it. And the second fight, he, he did try a different strategy. He tried to make it a little bit sloppier, a little bit messier, right? Try to try to rough him up a little bit, um, be a little bit more aggressive. Switch stance. He tried different things, but he just, like I said, like he just he doesn't have it. And um, yeah, I mean, there's there's not much more to say that he he tried to be more aggressive. He tried to slug out a little bit more, and his face paid for it, right? <laughs> um, so I mean, where does he go from here? I, I'll tell you this. I, I, I'll say this. <sighs> He's good. I don't think Devin Haney is um is going to stay that way class much longer. Right, so it's just a matter of maybe waiting out uh, Lomachenko. Right, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, he 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 had nothing for Haney. I don't think he has anything for Lomachenko either. But if he waits long enough, maybe Lomachenko retires and you know he can get those belts back. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because both guys look severely, severely drained. Um, doing the press conferences, the weigh-ins, and all of that. Like, even I've never seen Haney that that what they call sucked in um but yeah it, it might be time for him to go to 140 i don't know how how long he he can sustain um cutting that type of weight <clears throat> and the sooner you sooner you're honest with yourself the better it is as a fighter you know what i mean like you know one person i give props to is, is arrow arrow it has made it clear like listen this bud fight happened i'm moving up you know, and I'm and I'm headed towards that moving up anyway, you know, but I'm trying to hold out, I'm trying to wait out this fight. But yeah. Um other than that, man, I agree with B. Like I wasn't excited about this fight at all. Um once it that was from day one of the announcement that there was gonna be another one. Um the promotion was horrible. Uh they knew they couldn't sell this fight and you know, if you wanna you want to get our opinion on, on what we think transpired in trying to sell the fight. We have an episode uh, to talk about that and, and That's people, right. people promoting and selling their own fights on the backs of other fighters. Um, but, <clears throat> nah, lackluster. Carr wasn't all of that. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the Maloney brothers. Those guys, they, listen, they get a lot of work, right? So <laughs> they stay busy. Um, but the card overall was. Uh, you know, Haney did what he had to do. He was clearly the better fighter. Uh, Cambosis, though, is a rich man now. And uh, so <laughs> I don't know yeah. uh, what that means for him. Um, if, if he kind of rides off on in the sunset, it will take a few fights here and there. But, you know, he just uh, he, he's not in the same class as those as the big names, as we said before. So um, I don't know about the game plan, the switching up in, you know, he, the numbers showed he wasn't punching, he wasn't active. And against a fighter like Haney, if you're not gonna rough him up or throw out throw, you know, throw out, throw a lot of punches, you really ain't gonna have no chance, especially somebody like Cambosis. So nah, That's the one thing I didn't understand is you know, Haney, you know, he's not a knockout artist, right? Mm -hmm. Um why didn't he try to sell out a little bit more? Right? It's easier said than done, right? But I mean Go out, right? You know, like take a hit to give a hit, like they say sometimes. Um, yeah. Try to do something like nothing that you're doing is working. You're not throwing. Like I understand, you know, he's fast and like he he's not weak by any means, but you you have to sell out if you're going to try to beat a man that's just way more skilled than you. You're going to have to, you know, you know you're you're tough. You know you can take a punch. See if he can take one. Like that's that's what you have left, and he didn't he didn't do that. Yeah, um, 
you know, Cambosis, I don't he, he he I don't think he he just wasn't willing to take the, the punches from Haney all night and trying right. to move in and, and make something happen. He landed several good clean shots on Haney throughout the fight and they had no effect. Yeah. Uh, and this is a guy in Haney who, you know, we've seen get hurt before. Uh, we've seen him hurt badly before. So like Cambosis just didn't have it. And I think, you know, he said, Hey, you know, like Mike said, he's getting another nice check here and he knows he can't really, he can't outbox Devin Haney. Uh, and if he, if he was feeling maybe weakened because of the, the cut or something like that, he wasn't going to knock him out. Why take more punishment than you need to? Um, in terms of his future, uh, I think he's I think he's got another big payday coming, uh, and I, I don't I don't think it'll be necessarily against Lomachenko, but I think he can hang around, take some lower level fights, get a couple of wins, and then he can you know parlay that into a big fight with Shakur Stevenson, who's going to be ruling that division uh, shortly, right? Uh, once he loses to Shakur Stevenson, because Shakur will beat him worse than Devin Haney did, uh, <laughs> then he can retire with that after that third big payday. Which yeah. I mean, listen, he's had a he's had a really good career. I mean, he's yeah. It's not that he's he's like we're talking like he's a bum. He's not a bum. He was undefeated up until he he came up against Devin Haney. He beat Tiafimo mm-hmm. Lopez. Uh, so I mean, he he was an undisputed champion in the division. Well, no, actually, he was he didn't have all the belts. He was a yeah, unified guy. Yeah, my bad. He was yeah, a we unified got an episode champion. on that too. I mean, yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about that too. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, he 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 won all th- he won three belts in the division. He beat one of the the top young prospects uh, at lightweight. You know, he, he made a bunch of money, uh, and I think he's like I said, I think he's got another payday coming for him. So nothing to feel bad about for uh, for George Campbosis. I don't think uh, he feels bad at all. Yeah, yeah, I think he feels pretty pretty fine. Uh, Devin Haney, I mean, hopefully when he moves up, he can add some power because if he can't. He's he's gonna get hurt at one forty. Gonna be a problem. Um, let me ask you something though, because because Mikey um, mentioned that he he felt like they both Haney and Cambosis looked drained at the weigh-ins. Do you think that maybe it's something that Cambosis might have to consider moving up as well? I mean, it could be, um, you know, or it could just be, hey, you know. Maybe he was a little lazy with the cut and and, and just kind of waited waited a little longer than he than he maybe should have and and it was more difficult cut than it than it needed to be, uh, you know we'll we'll have to see on that. He did. Well, he, mm-hmm. he he did. Then he, he well he came in overweight the first wait the first time they fought. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't know if it's a situation where he can't make the weight or if he's just not really trying his. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's only he's trying his pretty hardest to make the weight, you know, because uh, I haven't heard anything about it being overly difficult for him to get down to 135. Um, but, you know, if if that's the case and if he has to move up as well, that's going to be unfortunate for him as well. Uh, I, I just don't think that either one of those guys have a bright future at 140 necessarily. Yeah. I think there's more paydays at 140 for him. I don't. I don't think that there's going to be more paydays because I think the the losses will be worse. I think he I th- will get knocked out at 140. I think, but I think that's somebody Ryan Garcia will look at and say, "Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take that fight." I was thinking that. I, I think. I, I think that what's going to happen is it's going to be like uh, another another of our beloved Australian legends, Jeff Horn, where if he does move up, you're going to have several guys fighting over who gets to beat him. And I think the guy who's probably going to win that is Tiafimo Lopez taking the rematch because George Cambosis will think I can beat him. I beat him already. He'll but that go there, to, but yeah, no, it would, it would. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, so he, you know, if he's at 135, he's got another payday coming there, maybe with Shakur. But if he has to move up, he'll have another payday, maybe fighting Tiafimo Lopez, and then he gets knocked out, and then he goes away. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't think he has, I don't think he has multiple. Uh, big fights at 140. I think he gets one, he okay. gets beat badly, and then that's kind of it. What about him? What about him and uh, Pitbull Cruz? What do you think what kind of fight that would be? I, I think, I think that would be a good fight. Now, now, if you if you fight get, that Pitbull wins, I think Pitbull wins. <laughs> but it, like, but if you get the Cambosis that fought Tiafimo, yeah. not the one that fought Haney. Because it seemed like when he fought Tiafimo, he was more willing to muck it up 
and get in there and get physical and you know and he got and he got put on the canvas in that fight you know so he he was willing to stand in there seemed like a little more than he was with with Haney which like we already discussed was a little bit surprising because we know Tiafimo has more power um but i mean if he's willing to 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 get you know nasty in there him and Cruz well, I, I got he, Cruz winning it but i you know yeah. I, it might be a solid matchup I think he was more willing to stand in with Tiafimo because Tiafimo is a less skilled fighter than Devin Haney. Uh, you know, he was willing to stand there and trade with him because Tiafimo was willing to stand there and trade with Cambosis, right? Uh, Devin Haney wasn't. Devin Haney said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you and then I'm gonna move. I'm gonna hit you and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna bob and weave and get out of the way of your punches. You're not gonna hit me back. So it's not. We're not gonna trade." I'm going to hit you and you are not going to hit me. And that's, that's again, pretty discouraging, right? Absolutely. But if Emo was sitting there saying, yeah, okay, you can hit me, but I'm going to hit you back. But yeah, you can hit me. That's fine. Then you're going to be more willing to stand in there and see what, what you can do, you know, especially when you catch him early and knock him down in the first round of that fight like he did. Um, in terms of a, a, a pit bull fight, I, I don't. But I think that'd be similar to what pit bull would do. I, I I honestly think Pitbull would take him out much earlier. I I, I, don't, I shouldn't say earlier because Tiafimo didn't actually beat him, but I think Pitbull will, uh, would would take him out fairly early. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will see what the future holds for both of them. Um, I mean that's that's pretty much all we have to say for for that card. Like I said, the, the Maloney's, you know, they yeah. they are they are definitely professional fighters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean. Um, so hopefully, uh, ho- hopefully the, the next top ranked card is is better. Um, I say it wasn't the worst card in the world, right? Um, it was, it was fine. It was close, and, and it was on, <laughs> and, it was, and it was on for free. Yes, that, so, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you get points. Like, you get points for that. You get points. You, for you do. Games. Like, listen, listen. I mean, you know, they they weren't great fights, and and nobody's super excited to watch the Maloney's necessarily. But I mean, you know, they're they're solid fighters. And you know you got Devin Haney, who is one of the you know one of the pound for pound best fighters, and you got to see him put on a display of his skills. Right? It wasn't a competitive fight, but it was an impressive fight. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, especially can compare to the third card of the night, which was in fact on <laughs> pay per view and featured uh, as as a one mic podcast said. One of the best worst boxers he's ever seen. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, is a great. Wilder. That is a great quote right there. That's a, that, like that that you like that perfectly sums up Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he he's a masterpiece and a disaster at the same time. Yeah. You know? uh, but before but before we get to that card, before we get to that mm-hmm. one, because we I, we got to talk about the undercard for this one. There was there was a fight. Before that, that was he the co-main event? Yeah, that, that was the co-main event, right? Yeah, or or the, whatever the the fight before the, the main event. Caleb Plant mm-hmm. versus Durrell. Um, look, Caleb Plant, I think gets a little overlooked, right? I hear the talk out there about when you know he fought Canelo, you know Canelo beat him. People looked at Caleb Plant as a weaker opponent, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not that good. I thought Caleb Plant was winning the fight, by the way, before it, until he got knocked out. Me too. Um, and this Darrell fight, I'm not sure. I didn't look at um, you know, what people were saying uh, for the build. I know Darrell's a good fighter. Well, but... he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Not he was a, a good fighter anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. But boy, I mean, look, Caleb Plant was winning a fight um before the knockout, right? Uh, but when you hit him with that bite and that hook, whoo! Yeah. I mean, that's it. I, I, I mean, that's it for Darrell. I, I don't need to see any more from him. <laughs> yeah, grave digger, grave I digger. Mean, that's that's what he. You know, a lot of people have said with Caleb playing as he he mimicked putting him in the dirt after mm-hmm. the knockout, and um, but people don't realize the the backstory. I mean, it was a lot of bad blood, a lot of. Darrell doing a lot of talking uh, prior to this fight, you know, you know, saying that he never lose to a white boy and all of this stuff. And, um, you know, so plant, 
you know, kind of, kind of, <laughs> he he went there with it. You know, people was upset, but he shoved you know, the dirt on him. Yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of talking going on prior to this fight. So, uh, and and Plant, you know, is one of those guys too that I I, I actually like Kayla Plant. I don't I don't think um, you know he, he gets a bad. I ain't gonna say a bad rap, right? I'm not gonna say a bad rap, but he has a cloud hanging over him as someone that's ducking the smoke from. You know Charlo or Benavidez, those type of guys, um, but you know he did the Canelo, and then, and then he also had the cloud over him as like, man, I got a huge payday, you know, fighting Canelo. He really, yeah. he's really not interested in fighting again, um, and I think he dispelled that at least that part of it because he came in and he showed that he 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 took it serious. He showed he's been working, and he had a beautiful knockout. So. I don't know. We'll see what's happening. We'll see what happens with Plant. But I, I like I like Plant. I, I think Plant is a solid boxer. Yeah, Caleb's a, a good fighter, and and luckily for Darrell, he probably doesn't remember that he lost to him, <laughs> uh, considering <laughs> the way that knockout went. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I mean, I I, I can't. This is the problem that I have with the the cards uh, from from Saturday. Uh, in comparison with the women's card, I kind of mentioned that you know they they have the top fighters fighting each other for the belts, yeah. uh, and they just you know they make those fights happen. And you know what we're talking about with the men's cards, there weren't any really competitive fights. Uh, there there weren't any good matchups. Uh, Haney dominated Cambosas, Kayla Plant. I mean, Anthony Durrell is well past it. Yeah, uh, you know he didn't really have any business being in the ring with Kayla Plant. Uh, you know, Wilder, you know, Hellenius, he, he was a, he was a prospect at, at one point. Uh, and then he, he got derailed by a, a pretty devastating knockout at, at one point as well. And, you know, he, he kind of walked into another one against, against Deontay. And, and so like, yeah, there wasn't really much competition going on. Even uh, Gary Antonio Russell, who's a you know kind of an up and coming fighter, not to be confused with Gary Antoine Russell, not to be confused with Gary Gary, uh, Russell. Gary, Gary Russell, Russell. Jr. <laughs> Gary, you know, not to be confused with Gary Russell. Uh, <laughs> he he was he was you know heavily favored in his fight, but he got he got dominated in uh, on the judges' scorecards. Yeah, uh, you know that one got stopped early because of a, an accidental headbutt. Uh, the other fighter Rodriguez was not able to continue, but I mean it wasn't a close fight. You know, so that's what we kind of saw a lot this this past weekend, and you know, with recently having the the um, Eubanks and, and Ben fight canceled, or and you know having Fury just kind of messing around and not really finalizing anything. You know, it doesn't look like the Joshua fight is going to happen. They're not really talking about Usyk anymore. They're talking about maybe uh, who was it, Derek Chisora, and, and it's like no, who wants to see that? Right. You know. Uh, you got was uh, Spence and Crawford just kind of you know messing around and now missing the the reported date in in November and maybe that getting pushed back to early next year and you know at some point boxing just has to you know these promoters have to say you know we have to actually make some of these fights happen if you want to keep people interested and and wanting to see these fights and willing to pay for these fights right I mean Deontay Wilder. I don't know. Like Deontay Wilder is a demigod, and he's 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 the <laughs> laziest demigod because he he's got all the power in the world, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I watched when I first saw the knockout, I had to you know rewind it and watch it in slow motion because it, it didn't even look like he threw a punch. It looked like he yeah. put his hands up, kind of defending himself, kind of maybe trying to deflect one of Hellenius's punches or something like that. And his right hand happened to to make contact with Hellenius and put him to sleep. Yeah, uh, but it didn't look like he really, really threw a punch, you know. Yeah, and yeah. and I and when I watched Deontay Wilder, that's kind of where I'm at at this point. Like initially, I was like, yeah, you know, this it's incredibly entertaining watching this guy knock people out in spectacular fashion, right? But then as he, you know, he climbs up the ranks and climbs the ranks, climbs the ranks, and you start fighting. Uh, what are the top heavyweights uh, out there? You know, Tyson Fury in his case. You see that the the extreme lack of skill yeah and so now every time i see deontay wilder i just see disappointment for me uh you know because this guy 
you know, we kind of talk about, or ESPN kind of talks about him as uh, one of the greats, you know, of all time. You know, he's got one of the highest knockout percentages of all time, and blah blah blah. And, and, I, and I look at him, and like he could have been that. He could have been one of the all-time great heavyweights. He could have been completely dominating this division uh, if he had any interest in developing his boxing skill. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't tell from that fight. Um, if he worked on anything, it, it happened so quick. And like you said, the punch that he threw, I remember hearing it, but I wasn't sure which he, which way he landed. Because at first I was like, oh, he hit him with the left hook. No. And I was like, no, no, I don't think he touched him with the left hook. And then like they showed the other angle. I was like, oh, okay, he hit him with the right. Um, it was perfectly timed, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was timed you, you know what i'm saying right. I, I i think it was it, it was it, it was good it, it was right place right time not he looked like he was flailing his arms yeah 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 but yeah he has he has ungodly power and if some some trainer could just get him focused on a jab jab cross mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um that would clean up a lot of headaches uh, that, that he, he he has, um, because look, he said he wants to fight for a couple more years, right? So that means taking on a couple more big fights, I would assume. And I think he needed this fight. Like I know we we're saying we don't really want to see him fight Hellenius, but he needed a, a pick me up fight after after you know two devastating losses, right? So this was good for him. This was good to get his confidence back. Where does he go from here? I, I don't know. Um, Usyk, that's 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 the thing though, right? That's the thing about him fighting somebody like Usyk. Usyk is clearly more skilled. Mm-hmm. Usyk could could if, if Usyk beat the brakes off of him, I wouldn't be surprised. If Usyk got knocked out, I wouldn't be surprised. Right? Like that's that's the thing about a fight like that. Same thing with Anthony Joshua. I think Anthony Joshua is more skilled, right? But Anthony Joshua being in two wars with Usyk, I think he's he's a little bit more battle tested now. I think he's. He's just as hungry as as uh, Deontay Wilder. I think you know if that fight would have happened, Joshua would be chomping at the bit to go after somebody like Wilder, uh, and that could be a problem for him. Or he could get knocked out. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know what you think, Mikey. Yeah, I mean Wilder is just you know <laughs> he he has. I, I mean, look. I think he's. I think he's good for the sport. I think he's good for the division, right? Um, the division is kind of lacking, I guess, star power in a sense. Um, and heavyweight is, you know, you can't. It, it, it doesn't hurt you to have as many names as you can floating around in that division, you know. Just just to keep it, just to keep it, you know, uh, keep the name afloat because you know it hasn't been. <clears throat> We, you know, I grew up in the, in an era where the heavyweight division was the end all be all, right? Like that was the main fight, the heavyweight fight. Yeah. Um, and and it hasn't been that, um, in a long time. So I, I think he, I think he's, um, I think he he needs to be here. Uh, but I agree. You know, I I personally don't think that he can do a jab jab cross. I mean, like just watching him. You know, working out in front of the media and shadow boxing, it just looks way too awkward for him. Um, But he is the true definition of a puncher's chance in any fight Mm -hmm. because he has one of the best weapons in his right hand in the game of boxing. And I think I think personally he'd catch somebody like Joshua slipping. I think Joshua is is more skilled. Um, but I think Joshua is a little more that chin is is isn't as strong as you know he he'd obviously like it to be, and I think that would give Wilder a really good chance against him. Usyk, you know the the wild card with Usyk is you know with Usyk being a smaller heavyweight, and we know um, you know Wilder comes in pretty you know pretty small as a heavyweight, so it wouldn't be that much of a a size difference, so Usyk would be really fighting somebody, you know, closer in size to him. But you know, again, that puncher's chance that that Wilder has, man, I think it puts him in any fight. What they're saying now is Ruiz is next for him. 
um, or one of the mandatories okay. will will uh, try to make it him and Ruiz for um, the title eliminator to fight Fury eventually again. That's that was the that was what came out after the fight last night. So we'll see what happens with Wilder, but I agree with you. It wasn't enough to see if he has worked on anything he said he has, um, but it wasn't enough to see. I tell you, if he did ever learn just to throw the jab, jab, cross, like I was saying, you know, it's just a real simple combination. He he should just keep that to himself and sign a Tyson Fury fight for for whatever they offer him because he would <laughs> knock Tyson Fury out in 30 seconds because Tyson, <laughs> because Tyson Fury would never see that coming. He, nah, would, yeah. never, he, he would never yeah. see it coming. And in terms of an Usyk fight, you know, the thing is, yeah, he, he if he landed on Usyk – one, I think it would take more than one shot to mm-hmm. put Usyk away, right? I think you know, I think he could hurt him, but I think he, he would be able to survive once. Uh, he had to get him again. But the thing with Usyk is, you know, Wilder can't jab, so there's nothing to keep Usyk from getting inside of it, inside yeah. of his punches. And we all know that if you're not just directly on the end of the right hand, he can't land it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and so I think if he fought Usyk, what you would see is Usyk getting inside of him, Usyk working his body uh, early on, and Wilder getting knocked out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the other thing about Wilder too. He doesn't have great stamina. No. Um, which is which is wild because if you look at him, he looks like he's in incredible shape. It looks like he runs every single day. Right. <laughs> stamina and then like defense. Like you know, he yeah. doesn't have. He's not great with defense either. So, I would love to see one of his workouts. Like, what does he do all day? Like, does he just he just uses his right? It just hits a punching bag, and that's it. <laughs> 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 yeah. What but, are you doing during camp? Like, what are you working on? Like, you don't throw a jab, right? You don't have any defense. Your stamina is, is low. Like, what are you doing in these camps? They do a lot of planning for the walkout. Uh, <laughs> I think he, I think he be I mean I think he, he he does a lot of weightlifting. Yeah, they might. I think, I think, I, I, yeah, and it was interesting to see you know how much weight he came in with this. You know, he came in really small. I think it was thirty pounds less than what he was, twenty to thirty pounds less than what he was when he fought Fury last. So, you know, I, I don't know. I I think. <sighs> Uh, it's just it's just an awkward thing for him, man. I think he 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 strikes me as that guy that's like you know in in camp he probably looks amazing, right? He probably looks like bro, you you have it, you have it. It looks like you are working on this, and then once he gets in the, that square circle, it just goes away. It's like <laughs> it's it's kind of like the Charles Barkley thing. Like they said, Charles Barkley in practice, his swing was fine. But once he got in the real golf match, he had that little hitch in his swing for some reason, <laughs> and it's probably that. Like it's just because yeah. it's not it's 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 not natural for him. You know, he he just wants to knock you out, and and he did it for such a long time that you know he counts on it. And you know, you fight these skilled fighters, you know, it, it's it's they're gonna box you, man. They ain't just they're not gonna just let you knock them out, you know. So. But I do. I I was I was happy to see him back. I am happy to see him back and getting a victory. And I, I take him and Andy Ruiz. I take him and Joshua. I take him and Usyk. I mean, I, I'm kind of over the Fury thing again. But I take him and Fury over him and Chisora again. Over yeah. Fury and Chisora. No, yeah, I take that. that. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, Deontay Wilder is one of the more entertaining fighters out there. He's one of the more engaging personalities in boxing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's always fun to to watch him fight. It's just you kind of wish he was better at it. Mm-hmm. Now, now the one thing I wanted to address too, be uh, you touched on is these promoters not making these fights happen, right? And I get this. This is just the business of boxing has been this way for for generations. Um, but we touched on this on, on another podcast. Uh, the way things are promoted now. It's different, and these promoters have to be able to adjust because you have all these different outlets grabbing your attention, and 
it's not like how it used to be when when we when we think about the you know those those super popular those those, those great fighters uh you know um tyson you know uh, uh lance lewis holyfield right like the, those are the fighters that we kind of came up with and those fights whenever they came on were huge deals but what do we have back then i mean some of us had cable tv that wasn't even something that was in every household um you know um we had we had about four or five channels that we could watch right there was there was there were no smartphones there was no youtube there was no hulu or you know uh apple apple plus or or, or anything like that it was it was it was just network television or cable and pay-per-view so when fights got advertised more people saw it now you know you don't necessarily have to see it if you don't want to see it if i'm not interested in sports i don't have to watch anything that has anything to do with sports i i just watch netflix right or i watch whatever i want a la carte and i just don't see those ads you know if i see an ad i can skip the ad right <laughs> we had commercials that you couldn't skip back then so um it's harder to grab those you know everybody's attention like like it was so why people have uh why, why you why you have people's attention you need to keep it and the longer you push things out the less interest you're going to have in those fights now the the mayweather pacquiao thing is different right because those guys were were mega stars and yeah that fight took it took too long to make but there's still enough interest because they were larger than life we don't have boxes like that anymore right you have guys that are still trying to make names for themselves they're trying to get that big but they don't nobody now sells like mayweather or pacquiao used to sell so yeah it's 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 sad you know it is sad and and i'm glad that the women are kind of showing front like we willing to fight um the guy is it like you said it's been around for a while now and it's just the business the politics of boxing it's annoying um it's no reason why we shouldn't be able to get these fights, man. It's enough money out there for everybody to be comfortable, right? That that's it's 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 and and I don't know if going to you know our sparring session on belts and how many belts it is. I don't know if if the belts are actually part of the issue of, of what's going on because now the the belt holder, you know, I'm the A side, I'm this and that, and and I'm not saying that they shouldn't be to some degree you want to walk out last cool you got that you know what i mean but it's enough money for us all to be able to live and be happy and then you know get these fights to happen these ladies man they putting on the show kudos to them but it's just it's, it's getting annoying at this point and then like you said it's just you know by the time that we actually get to see it you know the interest is is, is gone we, we don't we don't want to see it. Like, you know, I do I want to see Bud and Arrow? Yes. But am I as excited about it as I was when they first was talking about they were in, in talks? No, because I don't right. trust that. It's, it's now, as a fan of boxing, it's now to the point where I just don't trust these fights are ever going to happen. And, and you got, we talked about it on, on here where well, we brought it up and I said, I don't trust it. I don't believe it until I see a sign. And that, yep. that's just unfortunate, but that's just how I feel about you know this the men's side of boxing right now you know because it's just it's just not happening i mean it's been happening for years look, look how long it took us to get even with uh b hop and, and roy jones like even back then it, it was it was still going on and they fought each other as old guys you know what i'm saying out of their prime so yeah. it's just are we gonna wait and is that is that gonna happen here with with spence and crawford is that is that the situation that's gonna happen with some of these young guys the 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 tanks and the you know the stevensons and the haneys you know is that are we gonna see that with them right it's just it's just it's whack man yeah and and i think um what you mentioned does play a, a a part in it in terms of the the number of belts right because you know if you all of these guys have their own promoters none of the promoters want to damage any of their assets you don't want to see your fighter lose you don't want to see your fighter drop belts and you know if you can get uh you can put a belt on a fighter and 
have them not take any dangerous fights and just be the champion forever, that's better for you. Yeah. You know, that, that's better for you as a as a promoter. It might be better for fans to have you know those champions fight each other and consolidate those belts. It may even be a bigger a bigger one time you know uh, money maker. But one of those fighters is going to lose that fight and not have any belts at that point, right? And then you know you're making less money moving forward. And and also like like you said, you know we don't have those mega stars anymore, so you're not even necessarily getting that big of a payday putting your fighter in with, with another top guy uh, who doesn't have that name yet. Uh, that's why, you know, Devin Haney, you know, we, and we talked about it before, why he's always calling out tank, you know, why he's always talking about Ryan Garcia. He's the undisputed or undisputed champion at lightweight. And he's far less popular than, than tank and Ryan Garcia who don't have any belts. Right. And and I'm sure he feels a certain way about that. He thinks that, you know, what he's done in the ring should warrant more uh, attention, more fans. And it just doesn't really work that way. Yeah. Um, you know, these these sanctioning bodies have, you know, they, they, they've been corrupt for a very long time and you've eroded the trust of boxing fans and boxing fans don't look at the people who hold those belts as the real champions necessarily. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of decided in the in the court of public opinion, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, they you would think that these promoters would look around and realize, hey, if we don't make these fights, then these fans just kind of go away, you know. Right. Uh, the the money for this fight goes away, and you the only way you're really going to be able to build it back up is to have these top fighters, these big names, or, 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 you know, guys who who should have big names, you know, the upcoming pros- prospects fight each other and build each other up to be superstars. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as of right now, I mean, it's just not really, it's not happening. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. Uh, you going to say something, Mikey? No, I mean I I agree with everything B is saying. I mean boxing is one of those sports too. With like like you said with the sanctioning bodies, you know it's one of those sports where rankings mean nothing, right? I I mean I feel like if you got rankings, then I feel like it all it it, it all should the fights should set themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what? All right, we want the one and two guy to fight. You know what? Or the 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 two and and the three guy to fight or the four and the five like the rankings mean nothing it means absolutely nothing and it's just it's it's no you know it's nothing there that forces them to to even have to fight each other because you know they the fighter will drop a bell in a minute look at Josh Taylor whatever take the bell I don't care you yeah, know it's just it's just it the belts don't it's so many of them and the belts don't have the meaning. That they used to have, like they gotta figure, they gotta find a way to figure this out because it's just it's way too many good fights out here that can happen, and unfortunately we aren't seeing them. All right, hey, well said. We'll leave it there. Um, yeah, we're almost at the hour mark. Um, we covered three three fight cards over the weekend. Um, they weren't exactly look the Clarissa Steeler fights fight that that was one we were looking forward to it got pushed back so we were really happy to see that one and um it was, it was an entertaining card um the the haney cambosis too uh you know you, you got what you paid for there it was free okay <laughs> it was free and and then the the pbc card uh it was pbc right wasn't that who, who put that on yeah. for for uh wilder yeah, uh, has, has entertaining fights you know, the water knockout was entertaining. Knockouts are always entertaining, especially like that. But now we want to see the big fights that they keep trying to sell us. All right. Um, that's what needs to happen next. Uh, we do not want to see any more tune-ups. We don't want to see a Fury Chisora 3, you know, um, respect to Chisora. But we just don't want to see that anymore. They didn't want to so, see Fury Chisora 2. No. You know, sorry, just didn't want to see it. So um, we'll see. I mean, that, that's that's all we can say at this point. But look, man, we have other things to to hold our our interest in the meantime. But one thing I can say for sure, 
is that we will be here, okay? We have a lot of content to give you, okay? Uh, if you don't see the fights happening, that's all right. We have things that we are going to discuss on this channel, on this podcast. We have movie reviews coming up soon, all right? Because I don't think we, I put any out yet. No, I haven't put any out yet. Uh, we have one that needs to go out. Uh, which one did we record? I forgot. Cradle of Champions. Cradle of Champions. Yes, Cradle of Champions is a movie that we reviewed. We're going to be um, well. We're going to put that out. We discussed uh, that documentary. Very good documentary uh, talking about Golden Gloves uh, contenders in the New York area. Um, if Chronicle Three Fighters, mm-hmm. those three fighters. Yeah. So that's coming out. Uh, also, we're going to do reviews on the fighter, uh, the Mark. Wahlberg and Christian Bale movie uh, chronicling the the career of Mickey Ward, well, part of the, his career, his his rise, so to speak. And what was the other one? Jungle uh, Land. Jungle Land. Yes, Jungle Land. Look, look, we man, we got we got so many uh, stuff that we watched and and reviewed for you guys, and it will be coming out. So if you like movie reviews, these are all boxing movies. And uh, we're going to give you our opinions on it. So you got that. Also, be on the lookout for some sparring sessions and and um, watch list videos. And, um, you know, look, look, lots of content here. So if you're not uh, getting what you want in the ring, you will get what you want on Ring Kings. Ooh, how that I like sound? That. I like yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So that being said, uh, any last words before we get out of here? Two weeks. Lomo, Lomo, and then Jake Paul cards on the same night, October mm-hmm. 29th. So, and Dimitri Bivol and uh, uh, Ramirez fighting on November 5th. So, there are there are some fights coming up. Uh, just you know, I'm a little disappointed that the top top uh fights haven't been made, but there, there is going to be a lot of action coming uh, toward you know, for the rest of the year. Listen, nobody likes Jake Paul. But they love when we talk about Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people love talking about Jake Paul. So we will be covering that as well. So uh, I hope Anderson Silva doesn't do a, a Taiwan Woodley, though. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Um, show up and, and really fight. Okay. I mean, don't make it boxing entertainment. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Boxing yeah. entertainment. <laughs> all right. That is it. Um, if you are listening to this, um, make sure you give this a five star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, we are everywhere. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube and this is your first time seeing us, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Also, hit that like button. All right, um, that is it. Uh, I, I, I think, uh, we, we covered everything. And one more time, if you if you're looking for some merch, you're looking for something to keep you warm, uh, this winter lbhtshow.com slash shop. That is where you can go and find the merch. All right. Um, that being said, oh, 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 right above us. I even I even plug it. Patreon.com slash lbhtshow. Okay. If you are looking to support the channel for as little as three dollars a month, uh, we have a we have a few tiers. Uh, be telling about the tiers real quick, and let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, so the three dollar tier is kind of a general support tier uh, that'll get you into our Discord channel. Uh, get you into our overtime show that we do every Wednesday after our live show over on Lunch Break Hot Take. Uh, the ten dollar tier will get you uh, that as well as our custom poker deck featuring the top twenty fighters or our top twenty five fighters of all time. Uh, we did a five-part series on that. It was a lot of fun. It's on the, the channel. Go ahead and check that out if you haven't already. Uh, and then we have a $20 tier, which is a combined tier for this show and our other show, Lunch Break Hot Take. We get everything that I mentioned, plus the uh, LBHT crew coin. And that Jose has right there. Yeah. Uh, and that will also get you into our Dynasty Fantasy Football Leagues, uh, our NFL Pick'em League. Uh, and again, entrance into our Discord channel. All right. So there you have it. Uh fellas, this was fun. We had some we had some more content coming. So um yeah, uh we we're always working behind here. Um thank you to everybody that's watched, thank you to everybody that's listened, uh, and we will see you real soon.
Y'all take care. Peace out. Shout out to Good Pods, man. Good luck. Good luck with the love. Good Pods. Good Pods. Good Pods. They, yo, they love us over there. Shout out to them. Um, go get Good Pods and uh, leave a review over there. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.